Welcome to episode four of my unnamed sports podcast. Um, some ideas people have sent in is just sports with Jared, mm-hmm. total sports with Jared. I've thought about jawing with Jared. I'm trying to do something with a J, but there's, it's very limited. Yeah, the alliteration. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work. I, I like it when it when it when it fits. When it fits. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But the main thing is we're talking sports every single day. And episode four, excited to have co-hosts of Jared and Katie in the morning. He does a lot of other things here at the station, but he's like the fantasy football guy. If you have a question about fantasy football, he knows it. It's Man Kisser Matt, Matt Wells. Welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you taking some time. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate the compliment saying I'm like the go-to fantasy football guy. My wife doesn't appreciate it, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Of course not. <laughs> I of- spend way too much time and energy on this thing. No, and you're in like all sorts of different leagues. Maybe we can touch on two leagues mm-hmm. that maybe many of you have heard of, but you know, I've done fantasy football for 15 straight years, Yeah, and I've never heard of this one that I just signed up with you to do mm-hmm. that I think is, to me, the most intriguing fantasy football option there is out there and you can start at any point during the season exactly and it's called the eliminator league an eliminator league your traditional fantasy football league is your standard you know 8 10 12 team redraft format where every year you pick a completely new crop of guys and that's what you go about and then after that people created the dynasty league where you draft almost like an nfl franchise you draft a team and that's your team for forever Right. And then every year when you have the draft, you just draft the incoming rookies. Then, And that tends to be a lot deeper in formats and things like that. So you're trading future draft picks. Well, then people, I guess, with anything, you're always looking for new wrinkles and caveats. Yeah. And so I stumbled upon the Eliminator League, which is a standard redraft format. Every year you pick a completely new crop of players. Okay. But in this league, we're going to have, uh, I think it's going to be 15 teams. So a little bit on the higher side. I make it as high scoring as possible so you have the super flex option so you can start more than one quarterback. All right. You're a big fan of that format. I love having two quarterbacks. Well, it's a little more high scoring. It's a quarterback driven league. Why not highlight them as much as possible? Exactly. So it's a higher scoring setting. We get rid of the kicker, we get rid of the defense. It's just the offensive players. And then every week, instead of going head to head in a matchup, you are only going just as good of a score, the most possible points that you can put up as a team. And then at the end of the week, whichever team of that 15 put up the fewest points, you're eliminated. Your so season's over. Your season's over. So this could be a one-week fan. This is <laughs> this is 100% going to be a one-week fantasy football league for at least one person. That's incredible to me. All right, so you're not going typically, like you said, you're not going against any particular team. Right. It's just whoever has the lowest amount of points each week gets mm-hmm. eliminated. Yeah, and, and certain, uh, I guess – formats and and ways you know sites that you host it through ESPN Yahoo Sleeper there's CBS they all have the nfl.com they all have their fantasy platform they haven't caught up yet to the fact that there's all these wrinkles so you can't just start the eliminator format and then it automatically helps you so you will still see in that league you know you're going head to head with somebody but as the commissioner you control Records don't mean a thing. What, I see. What matters is how many points did you put up as an individual team, and then what, at the end of that week, whichever team has the fewest points, I then will take your roster as the commissioner and release all of them into free agency. No. So that now all of those players are up for grabs, so the remaining after week one, there's 14 teams left. Those 14 teams can go after one of these players that has now been released. And will there be a changing waiver order each week, or is it just the first one who grabs it? It's a waiver priority. The first week, it's based only on 
draft order. Okay. So whichever team drafts last will have first priority week one. Okay. But it's a continuous waiver wire. So it's not one. In some leagues, every week the team with the worst record or the team that had the fewest points yes. will get top priority every week. In this one, once you once that waiver priority is set week one, it is set. And so once, you know, if you're the number one priority and the team that loses, let's say they had Christian McCaffrey. Okay. You burn your priority and you snag Christian McCaffrey. You then move down to the 14th priority. If nobody above you uses a priority, you don't move up. Okay. So you have to then calculate, okay, do I want this player so bad that I'm willing to burn my priority to get them if I'm in the two spot, or do I hold off and risk it because I don't have to beat everybody next week. I just have to beat one team. I see. And then next week, I'll have the top priority, and I can go after a big name. So let's say like the lowest scoring team in this eliminator league, maybe their best player is Derek Carr, not terrible. Right. So you may say, well, I already have a better quarterback. I don't want to burn mm-hmm. my my pick here. And so you just don't pick that week, and you stay at the top. You stay at the top, and then after that waiver period runs, all those players then become free agents. You can switch a player for a free agent as much as you want to get that top run waivers for run. and you're only going to really see this i would say you know especially week one there might be three maybe four players that people are willing to risk that priority for otherwise you just kind of let the order run and then you just try to pick them up here or there and then as you go on obviously the fewer teams the more stacked the teams become you're going to start seeing I have a really good running back depth. I'm not willing to risk my priority at all. And then you hold out hoping that McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook or a big-time receiver like a Devontae Adams falls out or maybe a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. If that team drops, that's who you want to make sure you burn that priority. Then you want to snag it. Yeah. All right, and so it's an eliminator league. The lowest scoring team overall eliminated each week. Season's over. Season's over. And then is it – and I guess you could change this for however you set up your league – is it winner takes all? Is it first, second, and third payout? Or how, how do you do it? If, let's say there was money involved. Right. Hypothetically, Quote if money unquote, were involved. Money, we don't do that, <laughs> wink. No. Right. Y- you can set it up, however. For the one that uh, we're doing hypothetically, it's a winner take all situation. Uh, okay. Um, this is a ballsy league. That's partly in the past because we didn't have this many people. We did it last year for the very first time. It was something last minute that was kind of thrown together with like six or eight people. And we loved it. And then we started talking about it, and people heard about it, and then it grew. Obviously, you can't have 20 teams because there's not 20 weeks of NFL yeah, season. So I guess the cap is 17 or 18 weeks. You would set it so with at there's 17 weeks in the NFL, but you really don't want to have that week 17 being a week that you play in. Okay. Because so many teams are sitting guys when they're getting ready for the playoffs, and it just kind of throws everything off. So I would recommend having no more than 16. Okay. The fact that we're doing 15 teams, we're drafting now after week two so that we can run through that second to last week of the season. So if someone hears this, if you're listening to this, you're like, I want to try the Eliminator League. Obviously ESPN, Yahoo, none of them have it set up that way. You just have to be the commissioner and then yep. run it and drop the team each week um, or drop the roster each week of the lowest scoring team and mm-hmm. then go from there. Mm-hmm. At that point, so you have – that set up if you want to do that and say you only got six teams maybe five of your buddies want to do it with you and you have six teams you can wait later in the season to get it started it's not too late right now right no you could hypothetically wait until week 10 right and then after week 10 and i like waiting until the last week possible because 
it gives you the most accurate information. Yeah, absolutely. Like week one, you had a couple running backs who probably would have been drafted in most eliminator leagues with, you know, if you've got enough players, they might have been drafted with your third or fourth overall pick that yep. are now done for the year. Right. So the more games in you give yourself as a league, the better your information is going to be. When uh, Matt told me about this Eliminator League, I was like, this is the coolest thing. I mean, you know, winner-take-all, any winner-take-all, you know, you do the percentages on it, but still it's like, I don't say the most manly type of fantasy football, but it's cutthroat. It, it's yeah. You could lose the very first week and be done be for done. the whole fantasy season, mm-hmm. or you can be the last one standing at the end. I think it's really cool. Eliminator League, you know, we might uh, you know go back and forth on the podcast, maybe rewind it a little bit if you miss some things, but... I highly recommend. I haven't even done it yet. I'm ex- I'm more excited about this than any of my fantasy seasons for all 15 years. It's really cool to just have a different perspective approaching fantasy football because you're used to the, this is my guy, he's on my team for forever, and I'm not going to get a much better player than I have right now. Right. And, you know, if you lose a week, okay, it doesn't matter. I've got multiple people on a bye week, or you're not playing matchups as much. But when every week matters, you look so much at those matchups. Like there might be a week that you don't start a really high profile quarterback because he's going up against the best defense in football. Yes. Because if this is not the week, then one loss could put you out. Like for example, in our other league that we're in together, mm-hmm. just a normal standard league, I would have been eliminated. If it was eliminator league, I had the lowest score, mm-hmm. embarrassing, I had a quarterback get hurt, mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick you know, the second quarter and just went, it went downhill from there. So I don't know. I think it ups the ante and the excitement for it. All right. Again, man, kisser, Matt from Jared and Katie in the morning, Matt Wells. He is an expert on fantasy football, in my opinion, and we'll have him back to discuss the vampire league. Oh, that one's fun too. I want to do it one at a time because a lot of information, the vampire league, I haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, You've told me about it. Probably next year. I'll definitely do it. As soon as somebody drops out, you're the, you're the man I'm calling. All right. Let me know. Man, Kisser Matt, appreciate it. Of course. Appreciate you listening to the podcast, a new podcast. Tomorrow, make sure you subscribe to Jared and Katie in the Morning wherever you get your podcasts.